Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, 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 and welcome, folks. Okay, so today is the day. Uh, well, House Bill 1169, committee vote. See whether or not the Republicans are going to vote for the will of the people or if they're going to vote for the interests of the lobbyists. We'll see. That's really what it comes down to. Uh, this bill has got exemptions for farmers and ranchers. It's got everything that the GOP holdouts asked for, but it does require informed consent and disclosure of anything that's going to be medical or gene therapy based, right? So these things that they're going to try and put in the food and do with the food, there's got to be informed consent first. That's the only thing it does. And it provides an exemption for ranchers and, and farmers. So there is no longer any reason to oppose this unless you oppose informed consent. This comes down to one thing. Do the Republicans in Missouri support or oppose informed consent? Dean Plocker, the Speaker of the House, plans to run for lieutenant governor. The question I have is, does Dean Plocker have the courage to tell his guys to back this bill? Do the Republicans on the committee have the courage to support this bill, or are they going to sell out to Bear Monsanto and the other special interests housed in Missouri? That's all this bill is. That's the only question here, and uh, that's all we got to ask ourselves. So, this bill is supported by We the People to the point that we actually had a private citizen. I didn't know anything about this till it was done, but we, there was a private citizen in the Springfield area, Missouri, that paid to have on on her own dime billboards putting up, uh, put up to support House Bill 1169 in committee. Can you imagine that, folks? That doesn't happen. That's we the people. I'm so inspired by this, folks. I'm so inspired by this woman and her courage. Uh, I believe it was a lady. I'm not sure. But whoever it was that did this, man, I am excited about this. This is we the people standing up and speaking up. This is we the people just doing what's necessary to make a difference. Now, I don't know what's going to happen in this committee vote, but what I do know is this is inspiring. It's powerful. This is local people fighting. Now we get to see whether or not these House reps in Missouri are for we the people or for they the lobbyists. That's all this comes down to. Do you support informed consent? Because the bill doesn't do anything else. It's too short. It's a page and a half. And if you take away the headers, it fit on one page. This is a very, very short, concise bill. You can read it yourself. I've got it on Twitter. I go through the whole thing on my Substack. If you go through the last Substack article, it's all over the place. You know, I'm telling you, it's it's monumental. It is absolutely monumental. This is a, a very big deal. It's you know, but it's we the people versus the lobbyist. And what does our GOP support? What do the Missouri GOP people support? The people in this house. Uh, there's no reason to oppose it. No reason whatsoever. It doesn't do anything. No, no extra uh, harm for anybody except for big, big pharma, big pharma, Bear Monsanto. And by the way, Bear is the owner of Monsanto. Bear is big pharma, and they own big ag. Monsanto is the largest producers of seeds on the planet. This is, a, the, this is the absolute overlap between big pharma and big food. And, uh, you know, 
This bill is going to help the local farmers. It's going to hurt uh, nobody. It's just going to require disclosure. And, you know, they keep trying to distract us with this bill, folks. They keep, well, there's this bill is just unnecessary because there's no mRNA license for cattle. Well, first of all, uh, it's going to be. It's going to be for sure. Everybody knows that it's going to be, and it's going to be soon. Second of all, even if it, whether it's licensed or not, uh, I mean, the guy from the Missouri cattleman said he was using it, and there are special use authorizations that may or may not apply. So, I mean, you know, maybe it's there, maybe it's not. Third of all, most importantly, if they're not using it, and if they don't plan on using it, why would you oppose a bill like this? All it does is inform consent. There's no reason to oppose informed consent ever. But especially if the bill is addressing informed consent on things that aren't going to apply to you. Why does Big Pharma, why does the Farm Bureau, why does Washington University, why do all of these groups, why does Bear Monsanto oppose this bill? Why? If they're not going to modify our genes or provide uh, medical interventions through food, why would they oppose it? It'd be good because, you know, having this bill, if they're not going to do it, this bill reassures the public. It gets rid of any sort of public doubt as to what's going on. It makes sure that the public can be made aware of what's going on. The public can trust that their food isn't going to be a medical intervention or gene therapy if you pass this bill. Or that if it is, they're going to know about it. So why would you oppose this? What do you got to hide? Republicans, are you gonna are you gonna oppose this with Democrats? Do you oppose informed consent? Do you oppose informed consent? I mean, you know, there are some reports talking about uh, the fact that some of the minority communities are more hard hit by the vaccine side effects than uh, some of the non-minority communities. Do you you got to where are you? Where are you are for your constituents there, right? Where are you guys? The reality is, is that. If you oppose informed consent and you oppose this bill, you oppose your citizens, you oppose your people, you oppose the safety and the security and the freedom of your constituents. That's all there is to it. No question about it. This is a real simple thing. Now, I'm going to tell you that this has been a tough fight. God bless Holly Jones, Bill Hardwick, and some of these others that have fought for this. They have fought very hard. And, you know, at the end of the day, one of the things that we got to be aware of is any, anybody that doesn't show up and vote for this committee hearing is a no vote. So one of the strategies that these guys will use is if they don't want to deal with a tough bill, they won't show up for the vote. That way, uh, Bear Monsanto's not mad at them for voting no or yes. And uh, the people aren't mad at them for, for voting no. Right. So it's, it's a win. You view it as a, it's a sneaky way to get out of it. So everybody needs to be asking their reps, are you there and are you voting for it? And if not, why do you oppose informed consent? That's the bottom line. I can't say it enough times. And I can't drill it through. And the thing is, is it doesn't matter. Listen, mRNA, Merck's equity is in the pork supply. They use it in the food supply. Okay. It's there. There's no question about it. It's there. It's probably in a lot of other spots, and we believe it's in the cows. Uh, probably in some of the grains and vegetables as well. We don't know for sure. At the end of the day, if it's not, then why would you oppose this? 
if you're not going to put it there, why will I oppose it? It doesn't say that you have to talk about GMO food. You can have GMO food. It's just if it's going to act as a medical intervention for a human or a gene therapy for a human, you have to disclose it. That's the key, right? Informed consent. Informed consent. Why are you so opposed to informed consent? Nothing to hide. You don't hide it. Real simple. Two-page bill. Page and a half. I really urge everybody to read this. It's so simple. It's it's shocking anybody would oppose this. I mean, absolutely incredible. But again, Dean Plocker is the Republican leader of the House in Missouri. Dean Plocker did not want this at committee. Once it got to committee, he's okay with it. Uh, with with these Republicans who are voting no on it, he's not out there advocating for this bill. But he wants to run for lieutenant governor in Missouri. This guy wants to run for lieutenant governor. Let me tell you what: you can't get this bill passed in Missouri. You have no business being lieutenant governor of Missouri. You have no business being anywhere. You ought to be thrown out. Shouldn't even be the House Speaker. I mean, you know, I'm curious as to why the House Republicans have a guy as Speaker that can't seem to find his way to supporting an informed consent bill. What the hell's going on here? Are you guys GOP or are you rhinos? I think that's a fair question. It's a legitimate question. I think the people need to be asking that. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Once this bill is done and it's voted on, we're going to be talking about who voted yes and who voted no. I can't wait to have that conversation. That way you the people of Missouri can can be active and can fight and can say, hey, here's who supported us in Missouri and here's who didn't. And, you know, if it doesn't pass, if Plocker doesn't get this bill passed this session, then I think we need to really look at whether or not he should remain as Speaker of the House in Missouri. See, we can't let up on this, folks, because what they're hoping is, is they're hoping that, you know, if they don't show up and this gets voted down and uh, then they just make it through the rest of the session, it's over in May and then we'll all forget. I got news for you guys. I'm not going to forget. Neither are the people of Missouri or the people of this country. You got two options. Grow a set of balls and stand for the people or we're going to keep coming after you relentlessly and forever not going to stop. Don't care what you do. Don't care what you threaten. Don't care who you say. We're just going to keep coming for you. You're going to face re-election, and I'm not going to let anybody forget who's doing this. I'm going to do this in every state that I need to do it in. How about that, folks? How about that? You want to know why I'm the most censored man in America? Because I'm going to do this in every single state where someone says, hey, Will you help me fight for this bill? Now, if someone wants help getting the bill drafted and they don't want me to fight, they just want me to kind of be quiet about it, that's fine. If they want me to be very polite and supportive, that's fine too. Um, You know, we can do that. I know how the political game works. But I'm just going to tell you right now, folks, uh, you want to fight? I don't care. Republican, Democrat, don't care. I have no loyalty to any uniparty. If you're a Republican and you're voting against informed consent, you've lost me. I'm gone. I'm not supporting you. I'm not voting for you. And I'm arguing that other people shouldn't. I am leveraging everything that I got as a citizen of this country to influence everything I can. I want everybody to know exactly how I feel about these people, these issues. And I, I hope that people will listen. 
I hope they'll follow and support. We're going to fight for freedom. We're going to leverage everything we got as citizens. We're going to show what us nobodies, what we the people can do. I am we the people. Nobody from Ohio, no no nothing. Fought hard, got a platform only because I fought, because I stood for God. I am we the people. You know, people say, why do you talk about yourself as a nobody? Because that's what I want to be. I want to be we the people. I don't want to be an elite. I don't want to be an insider. I don't want invited your fancy cocktail parties. I want a beer and a campfire. I want to fight for freedom. I want to stand with we the people. That's my group. That's my people. Not these scumbags. I'm tired of these crooks and scumbags. And you know what? I'm not running for anything. I'm just some nobody. I'm, you know what I'm running for? I'm running for an ideal. I'm fighting. I'm campaigning for an ideal. That's what I, you know what? This is my new, this is a, right now, Tom Renshaw announcing my political campaign. You know who I'm, what I'm campaigning for? Freedom. I'm not running for crap. I don't want crap. What I want is freedom. I'm going to campaign for freedom across this country and I'm going to sling mud. I'm going to attack. I'm going to do all the things that we do in a political campaign but it's going to be for freedom. I'm going to keep attacking. I'm going to keep fighting. And I don't care whether you're a Democrat or Republican or uh, a Green Party lunatic. I don't care what you are. I'm, there's probably some good people in the Green Party. I, I'm not trying to call everybody there. I mean, I don't even know what the Green Party actually stands for. I just know that they exist. Um, but, you know, regardless, point being, uh, let's launch this campaign. This is a campaign for freedom. Not for my candidacy for this or for candidacy for that. Not for Tom Renz. Not for anything other than we the people. I'm announcing for my my support and the candidacy for freedom. Uh, that that's what it is. Vote freedom. If you are a Republican and you are not supporting your base, Missouri is hardcore red. If you're not supporting your base, I am campaigning against you just like any other political campaign. I'm going to sling mud. I'm going to do everything that you would do in a political campaign. The only thing is, is I'm not running for anything. So, you know, there's that. I'm not trying to raise money. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just using my capacity as a free and independent citizen of this country to do everything I can to educate everyone that I know about the corruption and nonsense and the campaign against freedom and whether or not you cowards sold out. Now, my great hope is that after this committee vote, I can come on tomorrow and tell everybody how grateful I am to be wrong. How grateful I am that these guys, you know, once we addressed their concerns, they stood for what was right. I'll tell you, I would love nothing more than to say Dean Plocker came through for us. He fought for the citizens of Missouri rather than the big interests of Big Pharma. Love that. If I can do that, I look forward to it. If not, happy to keep fighting. I don't care. Not looking for friends, not looking for political favors, don't care about money, don't care about threats, don't care about appointments. I care about one thing, my son's freedom. I got two of them. They deserve it. We screwed up this world by standing aside and tolerating you cowardly, spineless wussies. I'm not doing it anymore, folks. Not doing it anymore. 
We need to fight for 1169 in Missouri. We need to fight for freedom. We need to have courage. We need to, you know what? As soon as I'm done with this, we're going to be fighting for the same bill in other states. And we're going to be fighting for fair elections. We're going to be fighting for freedom across the board. We're going to be fighting so many things. You know what? I'm going to spend the rest of my life fighting for this campaign, the campaign for freedom. I can't wait. And you know what that means to you guys in Missouri? You're going to be fighting me for a very long time, a very long time. Anyone else that wants to sell out, I look forward to the fight. We'll just keep it doing it. We'll keep doing it right here. But folks, that's why I need your support. I'm going to keep fighting, but I got the more money I got, the more funding I got, the more support I got, the more I can do. If you share this show, if you share TomRens.com, if you share my Twitter, at RensTom, if you share my true social, at TomRens, if you join my Substack, which is free, if you pay for it, the money goes to the fight. Uh, if you if you give to our Give, Send, Go. What, if you buy from BH-PM.com, buy gold, buy silver, is our dollars collapsing? If you tell them Ren sent you, if you tell uh, my pillow Ren sent you, you're supporting me so that I can do more. All I care about is this fight. I'm tired of cowards. I'm tired of wussies. Stand with me. Help me. Go to TomRens.com. We'll be right back. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Okay, welcome back, folks. Headline, jumping right into things here, uh, just right into it. Headline. Ready? Ready for this? Bombshell Senate GOP report. COVID leaked from Wuhan lab where U.S. funded gain-of-function research. Okay. Congratulations, United States Senate. 
you're only six months behind the report that I gave you. I'm glad you finally got to reading it. Uh, even as U.S. continues to provide funding for China for viral research, there are still no U.S. scientists in Chinese labs overseeing such U.S.-backed research, according to Senator Roger Marshall. Well, let me tell you what's going on here. Uh, these guys are trying to cover up in every way, shape, and form the DOD involvement in this. The DOD is 100% aware of and involved in what's going on. It's just, they are, they're in it up to their necks, folks. They, they hired EcoHealth Alliance. They funded EcoHealth Alliance. EcoHealth Alliance facilitated this. The idea that somehow they don't know what's going on is absolutely ridiculous. But at least we've gotten to the point now where these guys are going to be able to say, yes, it did come out of a lab. No question about it. And, uh, I, yeah, folks, this is one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. They are going through such mind-blowing mental gymnastics to cover up the truth that the Department of Defense created SARS-CoV-2 through funding a private entity, EcoHealth Alliance, and uh, EcoHealth Alliance did the work, hey, we're going to do some gain-of-function work. So they come up with this disease, they create this disease. This disease is either released or gets out, kills millions of people, facilitates the, the, the infection that is uh, the vaccine, and uh, you know, so on and so forth. G guys, uh, why is this not headlined in every newspaper in the country? Why is this not there? I mean, they're talking about lab leak as, even as early as August of 2019. I thought I was a conspiracy theory for saying that. I thought I was a conspiracy nut. Where is the New York Times apology letter to me? Senate's concluded the same thing. Now, I'm really interested to know what the U.S.'s role in this was, right? I mean, if we look at this, uh, you know, it says... Uh, the NH has manipulated gain of function to be what they say it is and what it isn't, and they get all lawyered up, according to Marshall, right? Uh, you know, Marshall is an obstetrician, I guess, and uh, I don't really know much about him, so I don't know whether I like this guy or not, and being a Republican doesn't mean I like you. Putting out a report that says it was created in Wuhan doesn't mean that I like you, because honestly, no kidding. No kidding. I've been talking about, we put out the report months ago. So, I mean, listen to me, you're at least six months ahead of the, the media on this, right? But, uh, you know, they're talking about this, that, uh, you know, that we're funding this in China. Why are we funding biological weapons development in China? I mean, really? And that's what gain of function is. It's bioweapons development, right? Because it's dual, dual purpose research can be used for good or used for bad. And, you know, China says they want to, uh, you know, kill, attack America with bioweapons. So why are we teaching them to do it? That's what I really want to know. But, you know, Marshall uh, keeps talking about NIH, this and another. What I don't know is if he talked at all about the Department of Defense. Okay? I mean, the Department of Defense is really the key here. And as I'm looking over at my stack of stuff, um. Yeah, I'm looking at, let's see, let's, see, let's run a search. DOD, uh, no, uh, Department uh, of Defense. Nothing. Wait a second. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here is a footnote, folks. Uh, 
There, the Department of Defense is mentioned for the first time and only time in this entire 300-page report, uh, noting that, uh, well, they're in a footnote. Footnote 1074, folks. It's the first and only time Department of Defense is mentioned. The Republicans, I'm guessing, and I will read and go through this entire thing. Uh, but, I, you know, it looks like the Republicans are working real hard along with the Democrats to make sure that the Department of Defense isn't implicated because the Department of Defense is actually the swamp. They are the swamp. The DOD with the CIA and DIA are the swamp. They are the ones that facilitated this. They knew what was going on. They still know what's going on. They are the ones who own and, and transport the, the COVID vaccines. They are the ones who are entirely behind this. And the Republicans are complicit in covering it up. Now, I don't know why it is that we have 300 pages of stuff that doesn't talk about the DOD's role in this. They talk about NIH, but there's no discussion of the DOD. Why? It is the Department of Defense that, it, that was behind us, okay? We know this. Huff talked about it. I've talked about it. We found paperwork on it. DOD project. We're going to tell me it's national security? Somehow there's there's a national security benefit to trans, uh, transmitting data and information and knowledge to China who says that they want to unleash bioweapons against the U.S. on how to create them? How is that sensible, folks? How is that sensible? What the hell is going on here? We're going to put out uh, a bunch of data and a bunch of information uh, about the origins of SARS-CoV-2 but we're not going to talk about the DOD's role in it. The DOD is as involved as the NIH, if not more. And the DOD has been the one pushing out these vaccines. What the hell's going on here? I'll tell you what's going on. The DOD is in charge. The DOD, they're the crew. Uh, I mean, listen. They are the crew who is ultimately responsible for this. Fauci and NIH, all these guys, they were working at the behest of DOD. This was a DOD project. These guys were tied in, but for, they were tied in for the DOD. DOD's running this. This is the war machine, the military-industrial complex, right? That's what's going on here, but we aren't talking about it. Why? Why? We've got to fix this problem, folks. EcoHealth Alliance created this, but they did it with and through the DOD and the intel agencies. It's just that simple. This isn't debatable. This isn't a question. It's just what happened. We've got the documents. We've got the witnesses. We've got everything else. It's just what happened. Okay? But we're covering it up. We're covering it up. You know, we, we've got in, information that CIA was involved in the Kennedy assassination. You know, 50, 60 years later, we're just now finding out about it. And by the way, what are we doing about it? What are we doing about it? How much stuff does our intelligence community have to do? How many bad things do they get away with before someone says we need to have some legislation to promote transparency in our intelligence community and accountability? Our DOD and intelligence community need to be accountable to the we the people just like everybody else. The military-industrial complex is out of control. 
It looks like it's been infiltrated by bad guys, and there's no accountability. This message is directly to you soldiers, you heroes, the people who sworn an oath to our Constitution to, and to defend our republic. Looks like you got some bad apples. What are you guys doing about it? You're going to tell me you got to follow the chain of command when the chain of command is betraying their oath? Because that's what it looks like happening here. Either the, either the chain of command is so incompetent that they shouldn't be in a position of leadership, or the chain of command is sold out and corrupt. I don't know which it is, but I think we the people need to start having a First Amendment protected conversation about the issues with our Department of Defense and our intelligence agencies. And the fact that our Republican senators and Congress people are not talking about this is very concerning to me. It's very concerning. Democrats, I mean, you're the party of peace, right? I mean, that's what you used to tell us. I mean, even though Biden's, you know, starting World War III, where are the Democrats on this? Where are they? Why is it only some guy from Ohio that's talking about it or, or Andrew Huff? Why are there just a handful of us talking about this war machine? It's sick, folks. It's sick. But when we look at this, you know, and I don't know, I, I hope that the senator's a good guy. I really don't know him. Uh, but, you know, I'm looking through this article, you know, and he, Marshall says, I think we're in no better shape today than we were three years ago as far as I'm concerned. Okay, and he's talking about the, the situation with these labs. They're nothing to prove to me that they're doing the type of research in BSL-4 labs. Their own documents show that, they've, uh, that they're understaffed, that they don't have the right facilities to do it, and huge concern. That's why we've been calling for halt all the viral gain-of-function research until we get guardrails around it. Folks, he forgot to mention the Department of Defense and EcoHealth Alliance. Where are they in this, right? Where are they? Let's look at this. Let's do another search here of this document. EcoHealth Alliance. Let's see. Well, they are mentioned in this document quite a few times, uh, 55 total. And uh, let's see. I'll be real interested to see whether or not they uh, dump this on these guys. And uh, it looks like they, they mention them in Project Diffuse. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, they, uh, they're first mentioned, uh, they're mentioned here and there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, they mentioned their 2018 promoting a project diffuse. Did they talk about them creating it in 2014, 2015? Huh? Because it doesn't seem like they're talking about that. Uh, it seems like they're trying to dodge that. I wonder why. Oh, because it was done under the DOD. Trying to cover it up, huh? Well, let's see here. I'm looking some more. No, no, that's good. Uh, no, no. Uh, folks, I don't know for sure if this is legit or if this is a, a, this is a, a plant. I mean, like I said, I haven't read the whole investigation. What I know is that we already know the story. I've laid it out. I've done the homework. By 2015, when Andrew Huff was working at EcoHealth Alliance, they had created SARS-CoV-2. We don't know all the details of it, but we do know that there were patents on the genetic sequences 
from uh, prior to that. We know that Moderna had patented genetic sequences. We know that there were a bunch of them out there. This, this stuff has been out for a while. We know that it's typical when you're creating bioweapon technology to try and create vaccines at the same time as the weapon. We've got a number of experts in that field who've talked to me about it. They created the vaccine. They created the disease. The disease gets out. Did it get out by accident or on purpose? I don't know. I don't know. You know that's a real important question. It's interesting that it takes so many years for it to get out. And then it got out right after Bill Gates runs his uh, simulations on it. I mean, it seems almost peculiar that that they they run this right after they run these. Uh, this gets out right after these guys run a simulation on it. How did that happen, folks? How is it that, that Bill Gates and crew run a big, big, big simulation of what happens when when a SARS-CoV-2 like virus gets out right before it gets out? And, uh, you know, it's been developed for years. One of the things I'm not hearing a lot about is the connection of past to present, right? And by past to present, what I mean is, is you see this disease getting out that was developed many years before, but didn't get out until right after they run some simulations on how they're going to deal with it. It's almost like they knew it was going to happen. It's almost like it wasn't an accidental leak. Oh, that's conspiracy theory, folks. The good people at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, EcoHealth Alliance, our Department of Defense, and Bill Gates would never do such a thing. Never, ever, ever in a million years. So that's speculation. We don't want to suggest that that's otherwise. But uh, it, it is peculiar, isn't it? It is. Isn't it interesting? I'm very curious to know. Did the Wuhan Institute of Virology... Uh, Bill Gates, EcoHealth, the Department of Defense, did they, you know, suspect it, you know, the, this disease that had been developed years before, along with, uh, you know, these proposed vaccines, if you can call them that, did, uh, did, is there anything that they knew that would facilitate the timing of the tabletop exercise? Were they simulated what would happen if a disease like this got out? Just saying. I mean, seems like a worthwhile question to me. Uh, but like I said, this report, uh, yeah, I haven't read the whole thing yet, but, you know, reading the article, I see a lot of stuff talking about gain of function, a lot of stuff talking about different things, but I don't see anything really getting to the root of the problem. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I can't wait to dig into this. But the root of the problem is that the DOD, with and through uh, Fauci's crew, funded and supported the transfer of technology and, uh, you know, the development of, of SARS-CoV-2 through EcoHealth Alliance. That's exactly what happened. It happened in Wuhan, China, in a lab owned and controlled by the CCP, an entity that has said that they want to use bioweapons against the United States. It almost sounds kind of treasonous when you say it that way, doesn't it, folks? I wonder if that's why our Department of Defense doesn't want us to look into this. It almost sounds like what they did was unleash a bioweapon attack on America. Ah, that's conspiracy theory, though. So clearly that is not the case. It's obvious that I'm a conspiracy theorist and a nutbag. Otherwise, you know, no one would ever think that any of this could be real, right? Well, 
I'll let you guys fill in the blanks. I'm excited to see where my Eco Health Alliance lawsuit goes. I'm excited to see where all this other stuff is going. Uh, it seems pretty clear to me that there's an issue. So, you know, I mean, they can try and provide any uh, cover that they want in Congress, but it looks to me like uh, looks to me like it is what it is. A corrupt military that has made some mistakes and is now uh, trying to cover it up. But we'll find out. We'll find out one way or another, folks. Uh, we we just got it. We got to stay the course. We got to keep at this. We got to keep fighting. Uh, and for that reason, I need your support and your help. I need you guys to go to tomrens.com, sign up for my Substack, help us with our give, send, go. If you need gold, get it from uh, Sorcini. Go to bhspm.com. Tell them Ren sent you gold, silver. Listen, the economy's crashing, the dollar's crashing, you need gold and silver, right? So, you know, please make sure that you're buying it from Sorcini and that you're telling them Ren sent you. Uh, we've got all sorts of new things that we're working on. If you need my pillow, tell Lindell that Ren sent you too. Uh, I like Mindell, oh, Lindell. Uh, Lindell's a genius. Mike Lindell has made a billion dollars selling pillows. That man is a genius. So, you know, buy his. Obviously, they're good or you wouldn't be a billionaire selling pillows. So, you know, buy some pillows. Tell them Ren sent you, mypillow.com. Um, and support us here at the Out Loud Network. The Out Loud Network is the home of free speech. It's a great spot. We need all of our shows shared. I need you to back us on the Out Loud Network. I need you to share this. This segment will get suppressed hardcore. I mean, the military is going to censor the hell out of this one. Can you imagine? Support us, share us, follow us, Out Loud Network. We'll be right back. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com. Seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic-era strains for decades? 
Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Okay, welcome back, folks. And segment three, stack of stuff. Here we go. Headline, headline, headline. Human events. Trump tells top RNC donors the old GOP is not coming back. They must now become the new America First Party of the working class and lays out a plan for nationwide Republican ballot harvesting operation. Folks, I got to tell you, so listen, Trump and I are not on the same page with these vaccines yet. I'm hopeful he'll get there. But this article is the reason I like Trump, right? This article. Trump, uh, you know, he's delivering remarks. Where was he? Republican National Convention donors retreat in Nashville over the weekend, right? So he went to the donors and, uh, you know, he's talking about paper ballots and ballot harvesting and how that's got to happen. But here's the thing. Here's what I really like. Uh, according to the article, the Republican Party is no longer the stodgy bow-tie-wearing party of neocons and fiscal conservatives. Under Trump's direction, the Republican Party has become forward-thinking cultural force with grassroots support from parents and the courage to confront their far-left opponents without kowtowing to their perspectives. Right? Okay, well, I like that. I like that. I like that Trump's talking about unity. I like that he's saying, listen, it's over. It's over. You guys want to be neocons? You want to be this? You want to be that? Uh, that's that's done. That's done. That's a good. That's why the Republicans aren't winning, because they're trying to do what they did. And that's the definition of failure, folks. The definition of failure is we've been doing it this way for 40 years. Yeah, but you're failing. Yeah, but we've been doing it for 40 years, so we're just going to keep doing it. That's the definition of failure. That is, it's one of those things that I just can't take. I mean, it is mind-blowing. Listen to this. This is a quote from Trump. Uh, Instead of defending foreign countries, foreign borders, and foreign interests, Republicans are now the party that defends our country, our borders, and our interests, fighting for our workers, our families, and our patriotic American values. Above all, we put America first. Yes, sir, Mr. President, we do. Yes, sir. Now, if you just get right on these vaccines, because you can't put America first if they're getting murdered by vaccines. But if you get that, I'm 100% on board. 100% on board with what you're saying. This neocon crap, especially from a defense department that's selling us down the road or down the river, uh, no good. No good. I love this. I love Trump's tone. I love his approach on this. And this is what we want is we want a fighter who's going to fight for this. I don't want someone who's going to negotiate. We got people that hate our country. Our country's basically at war. I don't need someone who's a wuss. I want someone who's going to stand up and say what he thinks. That's the Donald Trump that we like. That's the guy we support. That is what we need. 
Now, if he can get over the ego that he's got or whatever he's got going on with these damn vaccines, he's he's absolutely going to be unstoppable. Absolutely. It's the only chink in his armor, folks. It's the only chink. And, uh, yeah, I just I hope I can help him get there because I, I really want to support the guy 100%. I really do. Uh, when I hear stuff like this, it's just very inspiring to me. America first. Got to remake that Republican Party. That is the absolute truth on every level. Okay. Uh, headline, The Hill. Senate GOP pops Feinstein judici uh, judici judiciary replacement balloon. Sorry, folks. It's been a very, very long night. Uh, there hasn't been much sleep for the last few days. I've been working very hard. Um, so... Senator Dianne Feinstein is on the Judiciary Committee. Uh, for any of these lunatics that Biden is nominating for judge to go to go up for vote, uh, they have to get through the Judiciary Committee first, right? Judiciary Committee is eleven to ten. Uh, Democrats got a one per, one vote lead because Feinstein has been out for several months with shingles. Not clearly not related to the COVID vaccine at all. I mean, obviously that had nothing to do with it. Uh, I, by the way, why is nobody talking about Feinstein's COVID vaccine shingles? Why has that not been talking? I mean, shingles are very much, uh, herpes are herpes uh, shingles are very much listed in Pfizer as side effects. I mean, the adverse events of special interest, it, it causes it. I mean, there, there were a number of cases uh, Feinstein's got shingles from the vaccine. I mean, why is nobody talking about that? Huh? That's kind of curious. I mean, she's had them forever. It's been a real issue for this poor woman. Vaccine, the vaccine is stopping the Democrats from getting through their, their judicial nominees put up. Huh? Well, anyways, uh, but yeah, because she's out, you know, it's been 10 to 10. So none of these lunatics are getting full vote. None of them are getting approved in the Senate. I love that. It's great. I hope she's out forever. And hell no, they shouldn't replace her. I mean, hey, I'm thrilled. The Senate Republicans are doing something good. I We should be ecstatic about this. But they, you know, the Democrats say, well, shoe could be another foot. So what? What? Because you guys help the Republicans so frequently? They, you know, they, the Democrats like to say that, but the Democrats never do anything to help the Republicans. It just doesn't happen. I mean, the idea that there's any sort of goodwill across the aisles, you know, some of the old school Democrats do. Uh, there, there are a few Democrats and Republicans that do work together, but by and large, the left wing of the Democrat Party has taken over the elected positions in Congress, House and Senate. And that left wing, they'll stab you in the back as soon as they'll look at you. I, who the hell is going to trust those guys? I wouldn't trust them. No, we to, we're doing exactly what we ought to do. <laughs> then we've got Murkowski and uh, Collins who are who are just saying, well, you know, we're, we're not going to do it just because we like Diane. It's not because of the Judiciary Committee. I mean, they wouldn't want to be known as someone that actually cares about a Republican principle. I mean, they clearly are about as far from Republican as it gets, so. I don't know. These, these, these talk about two clowns. Those, by the way, those are the, the root cause of ED in the Senate. Uh, those moderates that you know you can never have a uh, a firm response to anything. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's 
Oh, boy. I'm getting myself in trouble, folks. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, headline. Oh, boy. There's more trouble coming. Uh, Biden regime proposes new rule which will allow biological men to compete in women's sports. Uh, William Leah Thomas praises actions. Champion female swimmer Riley Gaines says proposed bill denies science, truth, and common sense. Which is really an interesting thing because then they show a picture of cute little Riley Gaines uh, and William Leah Thomas, who's got a weenie. Um, Just, you know, that picture really sums some things up. I got to be honest with you, folks. Uh, you got this, this, well, she, she looks like a kid to me cause I'm old, but you got this, uh, Riley Gaines, a cute kid looking uh, like a, a normal cute kid next to her. You have a Frankenstein dude. It's got a weenie. It's trying to pretend he's a girl. I mean, there's nothing I, outside of the fact that his swimsuit is exceedingly questionable. There is nothing about that creature that looks girl. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, but shockingly, shockingly, uh, you, you know, uh, Riley uh, doesn't think that it's fair that dudes are competing in girls' sports because they just want to say they're a girl. Now let's talk about Title IX in sports. Title IX in sports, right? So even back when I was in college, Title IX was kind of a contentious issue. And the reason wasn't that nobody wanted girls' sports. The reason was that Title IX required that girls' sports got as much funding as guy sports. Now, that's been a real thorn in the side of, of male athletes in college for a long time. So let's say that you were a male swimmer, right? And you weren't getting a whole lot of funding anyways. But they would, they would cut the male football pro, or swimming program in a heartbeat and keep the female uh, swimming program going so that they could put more of the, the money for the male side sports into the football program that people actually wanted to watch. So a lot of men's sports would get cut, and the women's sports, this has always been a contentious thing, right? You know, you know, because you have to split the money equally, even though no one watches. I mean, listen, I'm not, I like women's sports. My wife's an athlete. I'm, I'm good with them, but they just don't get watched. Nobody watches them. Right. I mean, that's not a matter of, you know, sexism. It's just, you know, the, the audience is smaller. It is what it is. Right. Uh, you want it. You want the big money the makers. You look at, you know, football or, or men's basketball. The women's sports don't make as much money for the universities, but they have to get as much funding. So uh, these women's sports were always kind of a contentious issue because of Title Nine. Well, now, 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 now. Well, we're, I guess the problem's no longer a problem if you're a male athlete. You just say, hey, I'm a girl. <laughs> and then you can compete in the girl sports. So basically, they're eliminating girl sports because all you got to do is say, hey, I'm a girl, and you can compete in girl sports. So, you know, the weenie thing doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you got one or not. Uh, but, you know, you just, hey, I'm a girl, so I'm going to compete in girls. And none of the girls have a chance. I mean, listen, when we talk about sports, sports are, you know, sports are real. I can see how much you bench. I can see how fast you run, how fast you swim. You know, you can say we're equal in all things, but physically men and women are different. Uh, 
we're bigger. We're typically strong, stronger, faster. Well, all, the whole thing, right? Right. Uh, so the idea that uh, that this is happening is really kind of, I don't know, I find it a little bit comical here. Uh, you know, it's it just, uh, it just is what it is. You know, uh, my producer who happens to not be a person with a weenie, uh, she, uh, she just messaged me and, you know, she pointed out, she says, well, um, men are also bigger and, you know, in self-defense type situation, if predators twice your size, you're kind of at a disadvantage. Well, that's kind of relevant for the locker room, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Anyways, so uh, Title IX is now being eliminated because we don't need Title IX anymore. Everything's equal, including guys are now equal with girls if they want to be girls because all they got to do is say I'm a girl. Well, all this is happening, and uh, there's an article in World Net Daily. Uh, it is not enough. Leah Thomas, William Leah Thomas, demands more protection for trans athletes. And it starts out with a picture of... Thomas in pink hair with a shirt on that says trans athletes belong in sports. And I got to tell you, this is one of the most horror. This is the picture that you have nightmares about, right? I mean, this is, you ever want a stereotype of how ugly trans is? Well, there you go. Uh, but, but Leah Thomas says that, that uh, Biden stuff doesn't do enough. She wants additional safeguards to make sure that men can compete in girls' sports. Uh, you know, it, it's just ridiculous. Uh, she particularly uh, has a problem with the fact that it would prohibit blanket bans on transgender kids, uh, 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 K through eight, Thomas said in the video, but it would not prohibit discrimination against trans kids in high school and college. So we're okay with. How the hell do you have a trans kid K through eight? What kind of a sick pervert lets their kid be trans K through eight? That's not a thing, right? That's then we're going to get rid of the ban in high school. Well, I'm with Thomas that that doesn't make any sense. But neither do trans kids. I mean, that's child abuse. That's perverts sexualizing kids and and abusing them. I mean, it's child abuse. Uh, you know. Uh, Folks, this is the Leah Thomas dude who, who won multiple championships because uh, he pretended he was a girl and swam in girls. Yeah, I mean, this is an embarrassment. Do you guys remember the movie Dumb and Dumber? I, I'm going to pull out Dumb and Dumber here on you, right? I believe that's the movie. Dumb and Dumber, there's this cute little snowball fight. You know, this girl likes this boy, and she's cute and, you know, throwing a little snow at him. Ah, and he picks up a giant snowball and pelts her in the face. I mean, that's what this is. This isn't even close. It's not competitive. You got a dude, dude swimming in a, a chick's sport. It's not even close, right? This is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and the thing is, is people don't like it. Nobody likes this crap. That's why, headline, Disney lost over a quarter billion dollars in 2022 from two woke movies. So two movies, Strange World and uh, uh, Lightyear, 
two biggest flops in recent Disney history. That's now this is an accomplishment to be a flop for Disney right now is really an accomplishment because everything they do is a flop because all they do is try and promote woke crap. Nobody likes their stuff. That's why Super Mario Brothers is is booming. There's no woke in it. People are just happy to go see anything that's not woke. But uh, Strange World featured uh, first out gay teen hero. Uh, that law that got the lowest audience score in Disney and Disney's history of animated films. And uh, it had a 314 million or 17 million dollar budget and made 73 million. I'm super glad to see that that failed. Then the film Lightyear, Buzz Lightyear, which I loved Buzz Lightyear in the Toy Story movies, but we'll never see the film Lightyear because it had to include a gay kiss. That's not appropriate for my kids. They don't need to see that. They don't need to see people making out, and they certainly don't need to see gay kisses. Why do I want children at a young age to see that? How is that beneficial? Right? How is that good? Why do we need to expose them to it? What's the value? Why do you need to include that? The only reason that was in there was to spite the Christians and the people who don't like that. And you know what? Fine. We're not going to go see your crappy movie. It's a shame because it looked like a good movie. I actually would have loved to have seen, taken my kids to see that movie. It looked good. Uh, but let's talk about this. To put things in more perspective, the top grossing movie in 2022 was Top Gun Maverick. The top two animated children movies were Sonic the Hedgehog and Minions Rise of Groot. Uh, you know what those were? Not woke. Not woke. Any other questions, folks? Uh, you need to buy yourself a Genesis HOCL, and you need to get yourself some Cofix. It's allergy season. Allergy season frequently brings on colds. You know, you get that you get that constant drainage and stuff from the allergies, and it turns into an infection. Well, if you've got Cofix, it'll kill the infection before it turns into anything. And if you got the HOCL, if it does turn into something, you won't spread it. Great products. You got to use Out Loud code at checkout. I said in the last segment, we've got to support America Out Loud in this network. Well, part of supporting this network and free speech is buying these products to support our sponsors. They're great products. You get a great discount for using Out Loud code at checkout. So if you use Out Loud code at checkout, you're going to get a big discount and you're going to support this network. We need your support. You got to support free speech with good products. We will be back tomorrow.